1: Because the goal is to encourage him to become responsible. So remember, parents, as your children get older and they accept responsibility, you have to be opening those limits. You have to give them more ability. Now, the danger of that is one thing. When you give them more rights, you give them more opportunity to fail. But parents, listen to me very closely. You must allow your children.
0: Children run wild when they're not exposed to helpful discipline. This creates problems for their parents, for themselves, and for anyone else who crosses their paths. Too often we see the results of this in the evening news. Their parents experience embarrassment and public disgrace by their behavior. The children themselves not obeying God's law, or even their parents aren't happy. Pastor Mark tells us if parents want to do the right thing for their children, They should listen to scripture, which says, To discipline and reprimand a child produces wisdom. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, let's join Pastor Mark in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 7, with our continuing study entitled, Love and Limits.
1: Your lessons for what should I do when God brings trials and temptations and difficult things into my life and I don't like them? What should I do? Well, number seven says, endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as sons slash daughters. For what son, this is interesting, for what son is not disciplined by his father? So what does that mean? Assume. What did that verse just say? The verse said this, If you're a father, will you ever discipline your son and daughter? Absolutely. If you're a mother, will you? Absolutely. It just assumes that. Verse 8. If you are not disciplined, and everyone undergoes discipline, speaking of Christians, then you are illegitimate children and not true sons. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who discipline us and when, and we respected them for it. You might want to circle that word, we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of our spirits and live? So the Bible says all of us as Christian parents are assumed to lovingly discipline our children. It also says to all of us that aren't parents tonight, that are older, have grandparents, single people, whatever, that God will discipline you, and he will discipline me. And I'm to endure it because it's good for me, even though, you're going to see in a moment, I don't enjoy it. It's good for me. Though the Bible tells us how to receive it. I may not understand it, but I'm to endure it. Even when I broke the window, I knew when dad came home, the penalty would be paid. I knew it. Verse 10. Our fathers disciplined us for a little while, 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 as they thought best. But God disciplines us for our good, that we may share in His holiness. What that simply means is this. Human parents never have, watch me, never have the balance between love and limits exactly right. We never get it exactly right. Sometimes we're too lenient. Sometimes we're too harsh. And we just struggle. If you've raised kids, there isn't a parent here who has raised children that probably wouldn't have done some things different. Because we have more wisdom now. So we don't have that perfect balance between it. We do the best we can. We follow the guidelines. But we're still humans. This teaching will, I think, help many of you tonight. But look what the next verse says. But God disciplines us for our good, the last part of that verse, that we may share in his holiness. In other words, God's discipline is perfect. What does that mean? That means in a home, when a parent follows God's prescribed pattern, if he does it upon hearing from God, that discipline will be right. In a church when we have to do church discipline to people, if we follow exactly God's principles in the word of God, we'll do it right. And every single time that God disciplines you and me, it's exactly right. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to see that I like it. It just means that it's right. He gives me exactly what I need, when I need it, not too much, not too little. And he's using it to grow me. Well, we know it isn't easy because look at the next verse. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. When dad came home, when I was in the house for two weeks, and had to save all my bucks for the window, I hated it. I wish I'd have never swung the bat, but it was too late. Ever been there? No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Just make a little note by that verse. Discipline is training in action. Discipline is training in action. So while you and I... As adults are being disciplined by the Lord, God is training us for righteousness, to be godly, to be like Christ. Those of you that are still in homes, you're you're students here tonight, and and your parents are still, you're, you're still under their authority in the home. Their discipline certainly doesn't seem pleasant. In fact, for many of you, you can't stand it. But notice what it says. Later on, if you'll accept it, If you'll abide by it, it will produce wonderful things. Point number three. God gives the wisdom for balanced love and limits. Turn to Proverbs 29, verse 17. God gives the wisdom for balanced love and limits. There are many difficulties as we try to find the balance between, remember God has a balance, so we don't have any problem there. He doesn't. We do, accepting it. But when we have to have discipline in the church, in the home, at the workplace, with our children, it's difficult. Our children and students need attention, they need affirmation, they need affection. But they also need limits, loving discipline. Look at Proverbs twenty-nine, seventeen. Remember, this is God speaking through Solomon. Discipline your son slash daughter. And he or she will give you peace. He or she will bring delight to your soul. So in other words, if you if you do what God asks, even though your children, the students won't like it, if you do it in a godly way, the outcome will be that your children, there will be peace in the home if they accept it. And secondly, it'll be a delight. In other words, it would be pleasing because your kids are learning that authority that we talked about. Now, why is it so difficult to find the balance between love and limits, between love and when to discipline? Because of this. Number one, each child or student is different. When we were raising our children, our son, big guy now, about 6'3", I don't know where that came from. (laughs) All we had to do was raise our voice, and he got upset. Now our daughter, she's shorter than me, my size, little bulldog. You could raise your voice, you could paddle, you could do whatever, she's fine. So we had to find different ways to deal with her. In your home, you'll have the same. Every child is different. They're uniquely made by God. By the way, when a pastor is ministering to people and discipline and whatever in the church, every church person is different. And it, God realizes all of us are different. So you see God dealing with these people over here with this, and you go, man, I'm glad that wasn't me. Well, God knew that wasn't for you, but he's going to do this for you. See, God knows exactly what you are and what it takes to keep our hearts soft. So parents, you, you have to discover. You can't put a formula in for your kids. Your kids are not formula, they're people. And you have to learn to discipline them individually. Second, there are many forms of discipline that are effective. Time out, spanking, removal of pleasure, things, activities, or just saying no. Now, but spanking is only one form of discipline. So there's lots of different things in this. In this way of discipline us, you just pick the one that God gives you the wisdom to do. There's many different ways to do it. Number three, there is the danger of physical abuse and discipline that is too harsh. Colossians 3.21, just write it down, I'll read it for you tonight. Fathers, do not embitter your children. Or they will become discouraged. Ephesians 6 4, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and the instruction of the Lord. You see, parents, we have to have patience as we raise our children. We need time to explain the limits when we set them. We are never to discipline in anger because you may do physical harm. Any angry punishment or excessive limits can eventually cause a child to either rebel or just simply give up. You break their spirit. So we have to be careful when we are applying discipline in every area of life. And God, remember, when when God applies discipline to us, you can't say to God, too hard. You can say it, but he isn't going to listen. Because it's not too hard. It's just exactly right. So, for our kids, though, we have to be careful. We have to understand. Now, parents need also, those of you that have, as your kids get older, listen to this very closely. Parents need godly wisdom to lighten up on the discipline and reduce the limits as their children and students become older and accept responsibility. So, you have to be reasonable, and nobody can tell you what to do. You can talk to other parents and get some wisdom, but you need to pray about it. That's what God's word. When when you set these limits on your kids and your children, as a child has limits of 10, there's different limits for 15. And there should be different limits for 17. Now, when our kids were in our home, as long as they were in our home, we paid for their college, whatever, when they are home, they abided by our rules. But we opened the limits. They're not 12. Now, if they abuse them at 18 and they're not responsible, guess what? We tighten back up. Now, to know how to do that is very difficult because the goal is to encourage them to become responsible. So, remember parents, as your children get older and they accept responsibility, you have to be opening those limits. You have to give them more ability. Now, the danger of that is one thing. When you give them more rights, you give them more opportunity to fail. But parents, listen to me very closely. You must allow your children to fail. You say, What? Yes. You see, most of us only learn by failing ourselves. Now there's plenty of other things you can protect them with. But some you just can't protect. And we have to learn to allow our kids in some instances. Only God can tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Only in some, just You know it's going to be wrong. But they're going to have to fail. And when they fail, remember, parent, teach them this. Failure is not final. And God loves them still after repentance. Who is the best example of that? Raise your hand. Some of you are raising your hand. I'm waiting. When we failed, did God accept us back? Remember, who is he? He's our heavenly Father. And how often has God allowed me to fail? Then I went back and went, Why didn't you tell me? I did. But he let me go to show me what? That without him I'm nothing. So we have to allow that in our children. And they have to see that we're real. So reassure them after failure. Number Point number four of the six. Withholding loving discipline or limits is not love. One of the dangers that we have in our society today is people just have no discipline or limits in their homes or at their places of business. You should drive me crazy as a manager. As you know, as a hospital pharmacy director for years, and 20-some people that are, you know, and some of these kids would come up because of the generation before them. They didn't want any rules. i do whatever I want. Not in my department, you don't. Well, some of them didn't last very long. But eventually they got the picture. Why? Because they never learned it at home. Have you ever seen a child, or a student for that matter, that wasn't yours, but you wished you could discipline. (laughs) Come on now, be honest. Probably people say the same thing about our kids. When you see a child, listen very closely. When you see a child or a student that is out of control and actually rules the parents, there's great trouble ahead. Now, I know some of you have strong-willed children, and God's helping you, because that's a difficult task. But God's helping you in that area to find that balance between love and limits. Much of the world says that any kind of corporal punishment, spanking, whatever, is wrong, and it will warp the personality of your child. But the Bible says it just the opposite. The Bible, which is real truth, says if we withhold punishment, and loving discipline in all of its forms, we actually encourage our children to take their lives and ruin them. A generation ago, most of you young people don't know this, but there was a man named Dr. Benjamin Spock. The reason we're in trouble today is because of Spock. He said to parents that you need to be permissive. He basically said that any kind of spanking is wrong because you will hurt the personality and the will of your child. Listen to what Spock says now. After seeing a generation, and these are his words, of unruly, bratty children, I now admit that I was wrong. Inability to be firm is to my mind the most common problem of parents in America today. You say, well, at least he's admitted it was wrong. What was the problem? For 30 years, parents ignored the truth of God's word and listened to Spock. And what do we have today? You can't blame it on the kids. It was the parents. You see, we don't need the latest theory from some man. We just stick to the word of God. And when we do this, there is balance. There is a balance between love and limits. One other thing I want to caution you about very closely. In those parents where there are homes where there are two parents, I'm sorry to say tonight, but many of our homes are not that way anymore. But if you're a single parent, these principles still apply to you. But in a home where there's two, you must be a team behind the scenes before you can discipline your kids. You cannot come out one against the other, As and they're listening to this. Kids are very smart. They know exactly who to go to for the different things. So be careful. I know kids, I gave away your seat, but that's all right. That's what happens. You have to be together behind the scenes. Turn to Proverbs 19.18. This verse, when you get to this verse, just right outside the verse in the margin, the word young, young. Proverbs 19, 18 says this. Discipline your son. Again, girls, that includes you. For in that there is hope. Do not be a willing party. Listen to his death. Parents must start at a young age. That's where the hope comes from. Teaching their children to respect authority in the home and for God. At a young age, be teaching your children the biblical values. At a young age, show them that living for God is right. John Corsner has a tremendous church out in Oregon and just said to him, What is the best thing that we can do in our homes for our kids? You know, we just talked about this last week, and he said there's one thing that you can do: family devotions. And I wanted to scream, Yes! That's what we're talking about. Where are these kids going to learn this? They're going to learn it from your parents at a young age, on those Sunday nights or Monday nights or whatever night you have, and all through the week as that happens. Look at Proverbs 13, 24. I'm trying to go through Proverbs for you. This is what it's about. He who spares the rod. Again, that means all forms of discipline. Timeouts, the whole kind of thing. Sit in the corner, whatever, all those kind of things. Take away the TV, whatever. My, myself, house arrest for two weeks. He who spares the rod what hates his son but he who loves him is careful in other words that's where the wisdom comes is careful to discipline him Proverbs 29:15 The rod of correction imparts wisdom and you might want to put there to the seed of understanding and you know where that seed is, don't you? It's the gluteus maximus. It's got padding for a reason. <laughs> Sometimes my medical part comes out, sorry. The rod of correction imparts wisdom, but a child left to himself disgraces his mother. You see, when you see a child being defiant at three or four or five just parents, and there is absolutely no control, that child is going to have a horrible life. And who's the fault? The parents who think they're loving. Let me just say this to you tonight, parents. If your children or students are in control of your home, you need to find a way to change that. Now if it's been going on for a while, it's gonna to be tough. You need to have a little family meeting. And you need with gentle, not with anger, begin to turn that around. Because you're going to ruin your children. Now, I'm not talking about hard rule, where there's no fun, there's no laughter, there's no joy. I'm not talking about it. Lord help us, there needs to be fun at home. I'm not talking about every little thing that you're picking on. This is not the armed forces in the home. My wife used to get on me when I'd come home. She says, you're not the boss here. This is not an employee that you're talking to. Because I'm more of a disciplinarian. So she brought balance to me.
0: How do we discipline our children? What is the right way? Do I discipline them all the same way? These are tough questions. Pastor Mark took some time today to answer these questions. God will always give us wisdom for a balanced love and limits to discipline. Each child is different, and there are many different forms of discipline. So Pastor Mark told us to seek God and His guidance for what will work best for each child. Thanks so much for joining us today. Pastor Mark will continue to go through this series in the next edition of Lessons for Living. To add today's message to your study library, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. The cost for each CD is $5, and that includes shipping. Again, to place an order for a CD, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. Now here's Josh with today's message number and title. Thanks. The message number from today's broadcast is 4004, and the title of this message is Love and Limits. Again, today's message number is 4004 And the title of this message is Love and Limits. Place a marker in your Bibles and join us next time here on Lessons for Living as we continue to learn about love and limits. Maybe you're of the mindset that children should learn from their mistakes and so you just won't punish them or discipline them for doing something wrong. Pastor Mark will discuss this type of parenting and what God says about it. It should be a very interesting teaching. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue sharing with us from the book of Proverbs. That's next time on Lessons for Living.
1: Our eyes have seen and our ears have heard His Word made flesh in a hurting world, a new hope He is giving, Lord let us hear your lessons for this.